Hey everybody, it is February 3rd, 2019, and welcome to another Broken Baritone Podcast. Back, of course, my name is Corey Ashley, and I am here with my beautiful co-host, Natasha Ashley. How you doing, Natasha? We missed you in the last one. Feels good to be missed. <laughs> okay, we're going to go into our next topic. Uh, when we're thinking about, we were kind of like had a debate of what we're going to talk about today, but felt more comfortable with... Um, the issue of Christians today. Before we go forward, uh, the one I went solo on with what is wrong with men today, Natasha wanted to do that one over. We're going to do that one another time, but um, I guess we're more prepared to do the Christian issue that we find today. Now, the name of this podcast, of course, like I just said, is what is wrong with Christians? Because apparently we do see a lot of issues, a lot of problems here. Um, and I also want to engage in what exactly is a Christian before we even go forward so we can properly identify who who are these people supposed to be. Now, do you consider yourself a Christian, Ms. Asha? I consider, I consider myself a follower of Christ. Now, what does that mean? Well, the word Christian was adopted because um, just like we use the slang of the derogatory word for um, black people. Nigger. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah, you can say that. You can, you can do that. Um, they were known Christians. Christians was like a bad word. So it was not something that Christ himself said or his apostles. It was just... Um, a derogatory word to call these people that they did not like. Right. Yeah. So yeah, the way I, I see it too, um, that word the Christian is like, you know, now uh, a term that's used kind of vaguely and loosely thrown around to kind of lump certain set of people who do follow Christ, Yeshua, the, the Messiah around and people automatically just have a certain mindset of you okay you're a christian so you're automatically like a, a bible thumper or a jesus freak or whatever let me just jump in there not i won't say follow christ i say accept christ i won't say follow christ people call people christians just because they accept oh i believe in jesus christ um so i'm a christian no that doesn't make you a christian you have to actually follow in his footsteps and do as he does, and has the fruits of the spirit as he does to to actually be a follower of Christ. Okay, well, right. So, so as opposed to being a term, it's supposed to be actual uh, a, a way that you're following uh, the character that you're trying to model yourself as Yeshua. Uh, going back to the term. Uh, being loosely used and what you said before a little dip into history you said it, it wasn't even co a, a phrase that was coined by christ or any of his followers is really um a, a greek term for a bunch of people called christianos like you know them them dudes over there so we could identify oh they follow that that fanatical guy you know who just got crucified you know and 
you know, if some people do know history, that Christians were largely persecuted and uh, they were crucified among them themselves. A lot of them killed, a lot of them burned to the stake, a lot of them thrown to the Colosseum you know, for, for entertainment, to lions and being beat up by other barbarians or, or gladiators, I should say, um, for amusement because they the world just wasn't trying to accept that way of life because it's, to them it was something that was new and fanatical when really it should be a way of life. But but that's kind of where the term came from. The the origins, you know, aren't a lot of people who supposedly are Christians don't even know that history of the term Christians, you know. But you could say like, well, if you just identify it in a positive light, then it shouldn't matter. Then yeah, I understand that. I could definitely understand why people say it shouldn't matter, but it's also something that you should know as a part of your history. If this is a type of life that you're going to follow. Now, I guess basically, you know, as you said, we identify people who are Christians are people who actually following or accepting Christ. Now we know the pretty much who Christ was supposed to be. There are people who don't really know it's he's, he's, he's the Messiah. He's of God, uh, God in flesh. Because the plan was, we know, when the original sin happened, the plan was already in place to redeem us because sin is basically rebellion. People don't see sin as rebellion because that's another term that's been thrown around. It's like, you know, sinning is just doing something wrong or you think morally incorrect, which could be true, but it goes way deeper into that, um, into the way you thought processes the things you practice every day in your actions the way you speak all these things uh pretty much stem from the sin the rebellion rebellion against what rebellion against basically the way in the word of how elohim put things in motion it's a really brief analogy would be uh i use a car analogy before and one of my old instagram posts where you know the manufacturer says it's supposed to use gas, gasoline to put in your, your fuel tank, but you figure you have some other kind of alcohol based liquid, you know, be a moonshine, rubbing alcohol. Now that's basically rebellion. Um, if you want to like sinning against what it's supposed to go into the vehicle so it can operate properly. So basically things that we're not supposed to do so we can operate properly, uh, physically. That's why we have a lot of sicknesses, illnesses and stuff. And a lot of things that we're degenerating in a sense, mentally, our, our ethnic capacity is like, you know, very screwed up and, and we kind of get skewed or pushed in the wrong direction. So we're going against the actual guidelines of what the Father and Yeshua have for us. So that is really what rebellion is. And, and, and it's not just any big thing where you have to go murder 500 people, but it's actually something about the way you think of yourself, the way you build yourself up, the way you relate to others, how do you treat others, the things that you practice, you know, even overeating, you know, whether because you're depressed, whether because you just can't control yourself, it's just like, it's a lot of things, but I'm, I'm rambling with Tasha's signaling that, you know, I'm kind of hijacking it. So Tasha going forward now, I covered all that, that stuff there. Now, what is wrong with Christians that we identify who they are and all that? I looked up what was wrong with Christians. What came up on Google was white Christians versus black Christians. And I didn't, realized that there was a difference and um first i would like to say um before i get into that 
We are asking what is wrong with Christians, not what is wrong with Christianity. There is nothing wrong with Christianity. But they are wrong. Something is wrong with people who carry the message of Christianity. So what I read was white Christians don't accept or they show um, racism within their church. And think that, um, believe that people are poor or don't make it because of laziness. Not because we are oppressed. Not because um, we are shown to the world that we are less than accepted by the rest of the world. Because some, some countries we can't even get into. But um, I'm not going to get into that. That's another topic we have lined up in another podcast. Yes. So um, that was very interesting to me about how people view white Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, some white Christians. Let me clarify that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to really touch on what I think is wrong with black Christians. Um, black Christians, what's wrong with them? I believe they're, um, they're addicted to endorphin as people today. We are all addicted to endorphin. Okay. And for all those who don't know what endorphins are, endorphins trigger a positive feeling in the body, similar to that of morphine. So it's very addictive. We want to feel good. We want to hear things that make us feel good. Like, like when I like drinking apple juice, because I love me some apple juice. Yes. So, um, and pastors, certain pastors, not all pastors, they know these things. They know the struggle that African-Americans go through, what West Indians go through, and they want to make them feel good. So they tell them things to make them feel good. Therefore, Mm. collecting Mm. amounts and amounts of money. When Christianity is not about feeling good, Christianity is about returning that character that God has given you, has given us from the beginning, beginning of Adam and Eve, that, that, um, image of God, you know, once sin came into play, the image was ruined. So he wants to give us back that image. When I say image, meaning the character of Christ. We know the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt mm-hmm. not bear false witness. I mean, to be honest, if if everybody in the world followed just the Ten Commandments, we would all live very happy happy lives. I mean, there would be no hating, there would be no killing. People would respect one another. So, uh-huh. right. even though we have a lot of people fighting against the Bible, nobody can disagree that following all the commandments, every single one of us, if we follow it, that there would be absolutely no problems. Well, you know, you already have one group that's always vocal against it. You have agnostics and, and atheists. Yeah, we do because people are not... Atheists are there because of bad Christians, I believe. And because other personal problems that they have uh-huh. in Christianity. But maybe they feel that God has um, disappointed them in some way. Okay. And, um, but basically they look at us and be a walking, talking, living, breathing hypocrites, Mm. basically. 
Okay. So um, Christ lived by example. We don't live by example. We right. say, do as I say and not as I do. Right. And this is one of the biggest problems, not just in Christianity, but in the human race, period. We all want our kids to do what we tell them to do, but then we do the opposite. You know, you don't have to be Christian or or any other religion okay. to understand that. We, we have this hypocritical behavior that we want everybody to do good but us. We are allowed to do what we feel like doing, you know, so... That's one of the greatest problems, I believe, that black Christians have and us as human beings have in the whole. Right. Well, yeah, not just black Christians, but yeah, I, I could see the divide, um, as you can say, because we, we have been conditioned to accept a certain flavor, a certain man-made flavor of what Christianity is supposed to be. So that, that of course, translates over the years and centuries of us struggling. Because uh, we have some of the truth, but not the whole truth of how we're supposed to move. And exactly, I totally agree. And I haven't really thought about the whole um, chemical reaction of endorphins of people just wanting to feel good all the time, but not actually doing good. So they only just do the things on a surface level that make them look and feel or look a certain way or just feel a certain way. And I guess you could say the same thing of people always going on social media for stuff. So they can always feel acceptance, uh, you know, put on their best face. Of course you want to put on your best face, but at the same time, um, it becomes a problem now where we just want to do things that seem good or feel good. and don't really have to really want to put the work in and, and pay our dues to really uplift ourselves because a lot of people don't come up, uh, this, the, the proper way, even in Christian households, because a lot of times it's all about just getting up on Sunday or Saturday uh, and going to church, you know, going to church, put on your suit, you know, hallelujah, and then go home and start, you know, go do the same thing again, mm-hmm. you know, that you've been doing all week. So it's like, you just, you just, you just a little bit of holy for like, you know, one or two, three hours, some churches, five, mm-hmm. six hours. And then you go back to, you know, let me go. Let just me... like Christmas. All of a sudden Christmas, everybody wants to behave themselves. Everybody wants to be nice. <laughs> it's to be I mean, it, 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 exactly. This, these are characteristics that you have to practice every day. These are things that you have to practice with your children. And, and, it, and it's not really before you reach the church, before you reach a religion, before you reach, you know, anything religious. You, it starts at home. What do you teach your kids? What are you being taught? What have you not been taught? You know, and, and mm-hmm. that plays a role into being a good Christian because ultimately being a good Christian is being a good person. It's not taking everything to heart. It's not being prideful. It's not being vengeful. It's not being, you know, mean. It's not being envious. You know, being a good Christian, it just means being a good person and loving people. Like you love yourself, you know, so it's, it's very simple, but we make it so complicated and we make it so difficult because we fight about how we should do this and how we should do that. We fight about how we should this and, Mm -hmm. and, and being nice is supposed to be simple. Everybody's supposed to know what's a nice person, what's a bad person, how, who's a mean person, who's an envious person. We supposed to know all these negative attributes as, as well as the positive attributes, so it's not really about um the facade of doing something religiously. It's about 
being a good person, being a um, a righteous person. I shouldn't say good because the only, only person is good as God, but he's, he talks about righteousness, being mm-hmm. a righteous person. So that means doing the right things. That doesn't mean do, being perfect. It means deciding in your mind right. what is right to do and reacting towards that, even though you feel otherwise. You know, even though somebody did something bad to you, show them love. And that will teach them that love is better than, than you know, being mean. You know, and, and this is how you teach people by your character, by your actions. So, Steve, go about character, like from the, the first one. It's going to always be about character because everything we talk about, no matter what subject we choose to talk about, is going to always fall back to character. So I say again, uh-huh. it, 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 it boils down to what you teach your children in the house, what you have been taught, what you haven't been right. taught. And hopefully by, by doing this podcast, we can reach everybody out there that to to say okay we haven't been taught in our families about this but let's do it better to teach our children how to deal with certain behaviors how to deal with their own behaviors because one thing that church does is say don't do this and don't do that but you don't teach us how okay you don't teach us about triggers you don't teach us about thoughts you don't teach us about self awareness you don't you don't teach us about how we should deal with when we have anxiety, you know, if, if something happens to us and we get upset and our hands start shaking and, you know, our breath begin, become short and then we just want to lash out because we feel the need to be violent. Teach us how to, to deal with that, you know, instead of saying, no, you mustn't be like that or no, you shouldn't do that. That doesn't help. Okay. So now what I see is a big issue with a lot of that, too, is just the fact that if people see things as only a way to look a certain way. And that's the problem and the danger of religion. Because if you really, really have a relationship, and that's really what it boils down to, a relationship with the Creator, Elohim, with Yeshua, is that you would know that they don't like and care for religion. And I feel, I could be wrong, but I feel like religion actually kind of started way back in Mesopotamia days, back with Nimrod and, and, and the nation of Cush, and, you know, were people having a certain kind of ritual and traditions that they started doing as opposed to proper livestock. So, like, the religion thing is basically a facade, what you put on for other people to make yourself feel like you're doing what you need to do, you're checking off boxes, or you're showing up at church or showing up to choir rehearsal or you're giving, you know, big money in the ties when they pass it around or whatever it is. And it's really supposed to be about a relationship with the father, which will enhance your character as we were used to, we were mentioning earlier. So when you have a proper character and an understanding of who the father is and you have a relation to him, that's what people are missing. That's why people are so upset with the father with God where people don't want to accept God because they also have we have a lot of you know unfortunately bad or poor uh examples of what a Christian is supposed to be so they utilize that as a reason to not follow uh the will of the father at all or accept the will of the father or even other Christians they feel like they're all my other counterparts and colleagues are not perfect then we're going to keep just like you know not being perfect and another thing i'm going to touch on to is that we're a little too as supposedly as followers of christ and elohim we're a little too accepting of what everyone else who doesn't understand the father so you know we're letting people dictate the way we move and live um with people who don't follow 
what we follow, who don't have a relationship at all with the father. They know God as the loose term that's coined and thrown around too little too easy. They don't know Elohim. They don't know the character of God. They don't know the fact that we have a lot of innate abilities instilling us from, from the father. So we have people who's telling us how to live, what to do, what to accept. And we are too willing to fit in all the time. You know, we have lifestyles, you know, I'm going to say with, you know, the homosexual lifestyle. Now, do I hate those people? No, I don't hate them at all. They're very good people out there. Everyone has good and bad in them. Everybody. Exactly. Now, it's, it's like what I don't like is how people move. You know, I could have people who I know who like, you know, are womanizers. I'm not a fan of that at all. Um, and we have people who could be, say, alcoholics. You have people who actually are workaholics. As good as we may think that is, that's not good at all. You have to have a proper balance of everything. And again, remember what I said before, what rebellion is, sin is rebellion, is against what, what the father put down as proper standards. So... We're not going to go against the standards of keeping our laptops good and healthy. We're not going to go against the standards of making sure our cell phones, you know, fail. We're not going to you know, throw it in water if it's not water resistant. We're not going to, you know, make it overheat. We're going to charge it when we need to charge it. We do those things for, for the material things in our life. But the spiritual, what allows us to grow properly and move properly and think and act properly, we want to discard that. Which this is, this is non, this is like insane to me. We have more respect for the material things, but then what's supposed to grow us better, we don't follow it. But then we go ahead and point fingers as to why things are so bad. So that's one thing Christians, you know, not all Christians, but many Christians always in the limelight or people use the worst examples as to why things are bad. This is why I don't follow Christianity. Well, it's because we're a little too accepting of the world because, again, the world don't have a relationship with the father. Like we're supposed to, but we allow them to dictate how we move. And that's where some of, a lot of the madness comes from. That's what's wrong with a lot of Christians. What do you think about that? Since you touched on homosexuality, I'm going to say this. The only problem I have with homosexuality is this. Don't force what you believe onto me. That's, that's the biggest problem I have with homosexuality. Like, you can go and sue a baker because he chooses not to put mm. a two same same sex right. person on top of it. But you can't go to the Muslims and do that. that you can't true. go to the other religions or, or go to Arabs or, or these people that that That's um, true. in their country you can't wear you can't cross dress. Mm -hmm. You 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 forcing. I don't know, understand how we can say America is free and we have um, religious freedom and yet. Christians are the only one being bashed. So mm -hmm. this is my problem. At the same time, you see, um, when they have the gay parade or, or um, some gay people in some other countries, they dress Jesus up as if he was gay. They disrespect the cross. They disrespect Christ. Right. They, they make shows about, you know, um, blaspheming. This is... Is an insult to Christianity. It's an insult Preach. to Christians. And, and, and nobody it. say anything. It almost seems down. like we're being bullied because you can't mess with the Muslims. So because we in, 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 we as Christians have to be humble and because we have to be like, say, the, the Martin Luther Kings where we take the beatings, it's almost like you're picking on us. You're beating us down because you can beat us down. Whereas you can't go that... That, that way to Malcolm X because they're going to say, yay, load them up, shoot them out. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's like mm -hmm. 
it's almost, and that's my biggest part. I don't have a problem with the person. I don't have a problem with what you prefer. Why I say I don't have a problem with that is because you have a choice. These are your choices. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Sometimes somebody molests you or rapes you or forced you into a world that I, you didn't have um, powers over. So I don't judge that. And, and I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not going to look down on a person because of that. Uh, you know, I, I'm just really not. That's not me to judge. I'm supposed to love you regardless. If you're hungry, I'm going to feed you. If you need clothes, I'm, I'm going to give you clothes. If you need love, I'm going to hug you. I'm going to give you love because that is what we're supposed to do with all human beings, no matter what it is. But my biggest problem, and I'm going to repeat again, my biggest problem is that you want to force the homosexuality agenda on Christians and you want to beat us down and you want to make us um, be like the bad guys because we don't accept it. That's our choice. You have your choices. We must respect your choices. And you must respect our choices. Just like you respect Muslim choices. Just like you can't go to Iran. You have to respect their choices. You have to respect people's religion. This is what religious freedom is about. Wow. We don't have to expect uh, uh, um, accept that behavior. I'm not agreeing to um, put a children's book and in, in to teach my kids about that because I don't agree with that behavior. I love the person. I can love the person and not agree with your behavior. And that's just how it is. That's what it is because I wouldn't it's call what it, it is. It's, it's toe, not hate. It's, it's not hate. It's what it is though. It's just the truth. And, you know. and some people don't know how to, to respond in that because when you, when you do these things, when you move in, in anger and you move in aggression and you move with hate, you're going to get a response the same way. And sometimes Christians move aggressively and I'm not, um, I'm not going to excuse some uh, so-called Christians behaviors with that, you know, because to know better. Exactly. But be the bigger person. If you're a gay, you see somebody being me and you're supposed to be this loving, joyful person. Um, don't be aggressive. Don't be angry. You know, maybe you're angry because something deep inside you needs to be, um, needs to be healed. Right. Well, you know, and and also too, again, or people say, don't judge, but we're supposed to judge. We're supposed to judge righteously. People will say only God can judge me. No, we're all, if we have the proper character, can and supposed to judge ourselves and each other properly. People utilize that to pretty much be a scapegoat or a crutch to just do what they want to do uh, and kind of put you, you know, you Christians in your place. Now, also when, when people talk about, um, you Christians, you know, and a lot of people want to throw up the counter argument about you know, well, you Christians, you know, uh, are, are in the KKK or you Christians are, you know, were in the Crusades. What about the Crusades and all that stuff? Well, again, if you don't have an idea of who Elohim is, then you're not going to know what his character is. And if you don't know what his character is supposed to be, what he's supposed to be about, then you can't possibly know how to tell the difference between someone who puts on a shirt or I put on a shirt where I say I'm a good guy, but I go around pushing old ladies in the street. I rob people. Just because I have a shirt on that says I'm a good guy doesn't mean I'm actually a good guy. Now, you would know people who are in the KKK, they're not Christians. They're not followers of Christ because that's not what Christ is about. People who are in the Crusades, they're not followers of Christ or Elohim whatsoever. But because they say they did or carried a cross or say in the, you know, in the name of, the, people, of God. People say that. People, people say, say that. that because at, at one time Rome was the leader of the world. 
and they, when they accepted Christianity, everybody followed behind but Rome. But people didn't really understand. But people don't const- don't understand, and still the don't understand it's that supposed to have. Christianity did not start with Rome. It started with Jesus Christ. They so if to you want a money speak, machine behind it, that's why. But if you want to speak about Christianity, and you want to talk about Christianity, you want to talk about Christians, talk about Christ. Start with Christ first. That's where it's supposed to start at. Because if all of us have the same name, if I carry your name, Ashley, just like like how we say black people. Oh, you if, black if, people? If one, people if, if, if one person acts up, people say, oh, all of them is like that. They don't single it out. And that's the same way we look at Christianity. We see these people, and because they're the leaders of the world, and they, they're doing this, and they're uh-huh. following this, that's why I don't like we that say term. that all Christians are the same. Right. No, they're not. Right. Christianity did not start with, with Rome. It did not start with the Pope. It did not start with the Roman Empire. It started with Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And that's who you have to look to. Don't look to Rome, because Jesus had nothing to do with Christmas. He had nothing to do nope. with Easter. Nope. He did not tell you to follow these traditions and world world um uh world man made traditions. Yes. So we have to look what we but we, we follow the crowd. One person says this and it sounds good, so we keep saying it and we keep saying it and it keeps following. Well, but me, you have to dig let, a little let, bit deeper. Let me say this too, because a lot of people, you know, stepping on toes, but it is what it is. It's the truth. Where a lot of people who will make it to the kingdom up in heaven that don't even really go to church. But then speaking about church, um, not throwing stones, but I was want to make sure that people understand that Rome is the one that changed the Sabbath day, day of rest, day of worship to Sunday. You know, Christ didn't do that at all. People will say, well, he did away with the word. No, he didn't. He didn't do away with any of his word or his commands or anything like that. Now, I I could totally understand where you are in your relationship with him and understanding. And the spirit will move you. The word will move you uh, to do certain things when you're ready and when you have a certain level of of discernment. Now, people do. Defend that, oh, well, you know, I go to church on Sunday. Why? Because really it's because of tradition. Because there's nothing in the book that you read every Sunday or or go to Bible study for. There's nothing that supports going to church on Sunday as a day of worship and rest. And even more on top of that, people don't even treat Sunday as a whole day of rest or worship anyways. You just get up, get ready, go to church, and come back pretty much do the whole the whole shebang, what you were doing the week before. Not really practicing anything you're supposed to be practicing. So you don't even treat Sunday as a full day of worship. You just go to you just go um to church. And you gotta explain practicing what what means. You have to break down what do you mean by practicing. Right. Well, practicing is like you, home, right. You're supposed to, to have eat. a certain, uh, action, Holiness. activities, and mindset. You're supposed to separate yourself from not just going to work, but like going to the mall, looking at certain movies, because the Sabbath was really set aside to be the blueprint day of the rest of your week. So even though you are at work, you're around other people and everything, the, the kind of reverence you're supposed to have being quiet, Listen to certain kind of music, um, engaging in certain conversations, refraining from certain things. This is supposed to be the blueprint day for the rest of your week. So it's supposed to, you know, recharge you and also, you know, get you um, any weight you have, anything you're tired of, whatever. You get a chance to ease off, relax, talk with the father, communicate with, with your kids, all that stuff. But we don't even do that on Sunday. You know, people who do go to church on Sunday. And again, there's nothing in the book that promotes uh, anything that supports anything about, you know, 
this day is supposed to be a day of rest. Even though if you are a follower of, you know, of Christ or Elohim, if you are, if you're strong in your, in your relationship, then yeah, I could see why it doesn't matter, but it's a command. You know, it's been in, in the beginning. The father purposely set that day aside. So it has to have a certain meaning to him and he has a certain reverence for that day. And he made it for us to be with him and to be with ourselves and our family as well. So it has a special meaning. So a lot of people who do follow Sabbath, we follow Sabbath. We understand, you know, why it's special to the father, not just, you know, get up in arms because we feel that we have to defend going to church on Sunday, but from Genesis to Revelation, it talks all about Sabbath keeping, you know, but we, we, I think we covered a good amount of issues with Christianity. We could go on and on and on, but we're not trying to go on and on and on. We could probably save it for another day, another podcast, another explanation, because all these things that we talk about, they mesh into each other. And these are things that a lot of people, you know, who are supposed to be Christians and regular people out there, these are things that people don't know. And there's a lot of people out there who are, who do know this and they discuss it every day. So we're we're just two people in this world full of billions um sharing not just our thoughts and opinions, but things that we've studied. These are things we've studied and things we experience and things we actually apply in our lives. We know it works and we know it should be the standard for everyone else out there. So, you know, we're about to wrap up this this podcast, but you know, we covered who Christians are why we are wayward, what's the problem in the world, um, what's the way forward. Um, Natasha covered a lot of that. Thank you for your research and your input. Uh, do you have anything closing that you want to say before we get out of here? Yeah, you started off with um, what's wrong with Christians, so I'm going to end with this. Um, Christians don't, most for the most part, follow Christ. If we look at Christ and how he lived and how he moved, he was poor, he was homeless, he wasn't rich, you know, and he mm, gave all right. of himself. He didn't give that prosperity preaching. All of himself right. to people. He gave all of himself to people. To the people who were like low lives even, too, supposedly. Even, yes, even in death. So to be a true Christian is to follow Christ in every aspect of his life, the way he lived, the way he treated people. And it will be a better place. Right. And remember, he went to, he didn't go to the rich people. He didn't go to all the kings. He was down in the regular street with everybody. He, he was getting gully with everybody, you know, and he was gangster with it because he had a certain, he had a certain approach to people, a regal approach, not what we think a king is supposed to be now, you know, sitting on a throne and got a bunch of subjects under them and money, but a regal approach to take care of people. That's the difference between dominion and domination. You're not supposed to dominate, you're supposed to have dominion. Dominion means you take care of everything and everyone that you survey. So we wrap this up. I hope that we hit a chord with you. If you got flared up, it's okay. That's good. If we made you think about stuff, good. But the idea is to be properly regal and take care of everyone around you, not just yourself, not just do you for you, but take care of yourself first. And then you got to make sure everyone else is taken care of. And that means not, you know, your neighborhood too, your kids, your neighbors, people who are complete strangers. Follow that road and we can see a great uh, increase, not just blessings, but increase in your respect. 
for your life, this life that's been given to you, we've all been blessed with, and the lives of others. That's really what it is, having respect for everything else and caring for everything outside of yourself. This has been another beautiful Broken Baritone podcast. I'm Corey Ashley. I'm Natasha Ashley. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time on our next subject. Take care.